Hello and welcome to the Freedom Seeker podcast, my loves. This is episode number four and I'm your host, Bianca. And my intention for this podcast is to bring liberation leaders together and to share our wisdom in different topics. And today's topic is liberation through vulnerability. And I have my guest speaker, Bailey, with me. And we're live on Instagram right now. And I'm so excited to speak to you about vulnerability and how we can liberate ourselves through being vulnerable, being real, right? I mean, we just had some technical issues and we just mastered it, you know? So she's, she's in Austin, Texas right now. I'm in Germany and she's one of my dearest sisters and we met in a virtual community. I want to meet her in person for sure one day. Um, yeah, Bailey, let's uh, introduce you to our beautiful audience. Thank you, Bianca, and thank you so much for having me. It's so fun. It's crazy to me that we haven't met yet because we've had so many deep, real, authentic, vulnerable connections over the last year or so. And it's amazing that these kinds of connections can come through these digital communities. I just find it to be so fascinating. Our, one of our mentors, Jolie Dawn, got us connected in her web of beautiful community and like powerful women and we just like clicked and our teammates now and it's so cool just like supporting each other so fully from so far away and yeah yes absolutely i really really cherish our connection so much sister and i see you shine every day i see you grow and it's always a co-creation and that's why we are here on this podcast, right? Ah, all right, let's dive into the topic of liberation through vulnerability. So was there a time in your life when being vulnerable was scary? And I'm, I'm sure there was. <laughs> and why has it been so scary to be vulnerable? Gosh, you know, it's still scary. I mean, even in this moment, it's like, ooh, that's edgy. Like, being vulnerable, I think by definition, is scary, you know? Um, like, what is it even? So let's just, like, explore what it means to be vulnerable. And, like, it's, you know, if you think about, like, an animal with a shell, like a turtle or something, like, they're vulnerable when they're out out of their shell and they're coming out of their shell and they have this like protective thing that can kind of like keep them safe and and we kind of do that as humans too right like we protect ourselves whether it's through like emotional walls or just like you know different behavioral mechanisms that keep us safe because being vulnerable is by definition kind of like scary and dangerous like our number one thing that we're all about as humans it seems to me is like protecting our survival and it's it's just like our natural defense system that is like whoop that's not safe whoop that's not safe that's not safe even if it is just like having an intimate conversation or letting somebody see a certain part of ourselves the body just automatically is like this isn't safe get me out of here and so 
you know, I think most of us haven't really been trained to access our feelings and access our vulnerabilities. Um, and it really is like a training. It's like a muscle that we develop because I don't know that it, it actually ever is, you know, there are always different levels of vulnerability that we can access. And so I think it's probably a myth that once we get really good at being vulnerable, like we're never going to feel fear again. Um, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to talk about that, but I think your question was like, is there a time where being vulnerable is scary to me? I think that the more that I show up in those spaces, the more comfortable I am with the discomfort of vulnerability. Um, you know, I think that being in my last relationship helped me tremendously to, you know, being in relationship in general, in a relationship that's committed to seeing what's there and talking about the things that are hard to talk about is sort of like, you're signing up to go on that journey and break open and stick around to pick up the pieces and let somebody see you in your most tender moments. And I really accessed that in my last relationship and it was, <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I feel you so much in this field right now. And I agree on it, it's getting easier when you are in a community that naturally is vulnerable or more vulnerable than others, right? Um, they give us permission to be vulnerable as well. Like if we show up vulnerably, we give others permission in a way, you know? it's It's not about, well... Here you go. I've been vulnerable. Now you can be vulnerable, but it's just like it's it's different. I noticed something has changed in my own life and how I show up vulnerably because I know I have a supportive community that that just accepts that vulnerability and that um, holds a safe container in order for me to express myself vulnerably. And I know. Um, I can always be hurt, but at the same time, I have certain ways of carrying myself that I always have my back as well. So knowing that is really, really important when, when it comes to showing up vulnerably, that you know you always have your back. You can take care of yourself in the case of when you're not met in the outside world, right, with your needs. <sighs> I think that's it. I think that everything is like, are you going to be there for yourself if somebody breaks your heart? Or are you going to be there for yourself if, you know, when we can cultivate that level of self-trust and kind of like that space of being like, I'm here to continue to show up for me, um, then we can trust that others, you know, okay, is this a safe environment for me to express myself? Because when we have our back, no matter what, then it's like, okay, cool, you know? Or when somebody else has our back, you know, like for example, me saying that I was able to be more liberated through vulnerability through my last relationship. It was kind of this moment of recognizing like, okay, wow, this person who loves me unconditionally they love all parts of me 
So I guess that means that I'm worthy of love. And so now I can start to love those parts of myself. And then now when I start to love those parts of myself, then I can show up in the world and be however I want to be because it doesn't really matter if somebody else validates my existence because then we can go into those experiences validating our own existence and, and showing up whole and complete because I feel like that minimizes the risk of getting hurt is when we're like, oh, I, I love myself. Even if somebody laughs at me or, you know, condemns me or shames me or whatever, it's like no skin off my back kind of a thing. Um, or even trusting that, you know, trusting that if we put ourselves out there in a vulnerable situation, like say that we have feelings for somebody and we don't know if they have feelings for us too. And it's like, whoa, I want to express my heart's feelings. And we don't know if they're going to respond. Like that's vulnerable. And maybe they're going to say no. And that's vulnerable. And trusting ourselves that we can carry out the conversation if they say no or if they say yes, either way is leading to like more vulnerability. You know, we're trusting ourselves to go deeper into that space and handle those conversations. And what's so amazing is that like anything that's worthwhile is really outside of our comfort zone. You know, like doing this together at one point was absolutely out of my comfort zone and still stretches me in different ways from just like us coming together to have a conversation in front of whoever might tune in and watch and it's just like okay you know <laughs> we did it once and so now we can like trust that we can do it again and yeah we're, we're building the muscle mm -hmm. and i want to touch on one particular thing what you just shared um why it is the most vulnerable thing to be ourselves and express ourselves fully, right? It's because then we can be rejected for who we are. And that's fucking vulnerable as shit. <laughs> that's absolutely it. It's like, that's probably our number one concern as humans. It's like, aside from like, will I survive? you know, is like, and I think that this triggers that level of safety is like, is the tribe going to accept me? Because that actually is like a full survival mechanism. You know, if you think back to like tribal days of survival, it's like, if I get outcasted from the community, like I can't survive on my own. And not just that, but it's like, When we show those most like tender parts of ourselves, it's we there's nothing to hide, you know, and and like the magic in that is though is like when we shine a light on that shadow, that part that we don't think is lovable, and then it's received and we're still okay and we survive it. Oh my god, we're so free. We're so free, and that's the liberation piece is like whether we've been carrying shame around, like, you know, for me, there have been times where, like, I've carried shame around 
my relationship with food, my relationship with finances, my relationship with my sexuality, like all of these different things have found pockets of shame. And it's like, and what shame really is, is like something that's like, oh, I don't know that I can let this be seen because like, ugh, it's untouchable. It's like, it's bad or it's gross or it's dirty or it's like, there's something that's like not okay about it. And so when we expose those parts of ourselves, through vulnerability it's like let that shit go now I'm free baby like doesn't matter you know like I feel so much clearer being open about these things that are edgy and vulnerable because then it's like there are no secrets you know (laughs) yeah that's it's total liberation then we can be ourselves and then it's so fun it doesn't matter if somebody fully accepts us because we feel free. Exactly. And I mean, most of us have been trained to fit in a box, right? Or to be a certain person. <laughs> and um, that's why it, it is easier to wear a mask, right? The, the mask that we have been trained to be or the persona that we have been trained to be um, because that's not really ourselves and we know that deep deep down we know that's not us and it's easier to be rejected for this persona that we live rather than who we really are deep down right and so when we do the healing work and you know we both have done a lot of healing work healing the inner child and a lot of other stuff shadow work right and so when we do this work and we, we touch ourselves for the first time, you know, and we, we meet ourselves for the first time, it's so edgy, it's so scary, it's, it's vulnerable, right? It's like, can we even share those parts of us with other people, you know? And then it's a practice to do this step by step, you know? Like maybe you don't feel confident enough to share something around your sexuality yet okay that's fine you know you need some time for this to ripen but maybe you feel like mm, you can share something around your weirdness you know maybe you can share your unique weirdness maybe you start going outside without makeup because before that you always went outside with makeup because you thought you wouldn't be pretty enough without makeup Right? So it's little things that you can change step by step, you know? You don't have to go all the way like vulnerable, here I am. (laughs) Um, Some people can, but um, it's definitely something to practice. And yes, it will always be out of the comfort zone because that's what we're here to do if we want to grow, if we want to really live um, our full potential, then we eventually have to leave our comfort zone because our comfort zone is just what we have created and that that is our habits that we had for a while, you know, and um, maybe we have been in a loop of like, going to work, coming back home, going to the grocery store, going to sleep, right, and repeat. But um, if you want to leave this behind, this persona especially that that I mentioned, 
where we wear the mask of this isn't really who we are. This is just like the bank officer or the policeman or whatever, you know. If we want to leave that behind, we gotta leave our comfort zone. Yeah. And that can feel scary. <laughs> like when when it comes to dating, how often is it that we present ourselves in a way that we think that this is lovable, right? How often do we hide the stuff that, you know, that person doesn't need to see <laughs> and we just share everything that we believe is lovable and hide the shadow. But the thing about liberation through vulnerability really is that when we share those shadow parts of us with a partner and you don't have to do that at the first date you can if you want to <laughs> but if you share those parts of you in a relationship with your partner that you like that the parts of you that you believe that are not lovable then this is when a real connection starts to happen because you share who you are the light and the dark It's all of you. There is no separation between this good girl that you think you need to be or this bad girl that you think you are, right? It's all you, the shadow and the light. And if you share the shadow as well as the light, then you feel fully met. I had to understand that as well. Like, I was always showing just... The juicy stuff right because I wanted to be loved I, I didn't want to be re rejected who, do, who does want to be rejected <laughs> it's edgy and uh, it hurts of course um, it's this mechanism that you mentioned in the beginning it's from the stone age when we were cast out we didn't survive it's still in our DNA and It's about reminding ourselves and training our nervous system to go, hey, even if you get rejected, you've been true to yourself and you have put yourself on a table and you shared yourself. Yes, you shared the dark. Yes, you shared the light. You shared everything and you have nothing to lose, really, because um you're still there even if the state doesn't work out and the right person will always want you the way you are all of you Whew, that's like that's it that's really it and i love what you said about that too like you don't have to do it all in the first date like and that's probably not you know i mean Part of it is that like our perceptions, we can understand like, is this the environment to drop into vulnerability? And is this the environment to like, will I be held in this space? And I think it's okay to be like, this isn't totally the space that I want to like fully go there. Um, but also on the flip side of that is it's like, when we do go there, it's such an invitation for others to go there. Look at orgasm. 
like that is vulnerability at its finest <laughs> cynical like that is vulnerability that is truly like uh, you know like that's the most vulnerable that we can possibly be probably and like I think a you know, woman is at her fullest expression of like surrendered orgasm it's not just this like thing that we see in porn or something it's actually like wow she might bust her heart wide open break into tears have that turn into some like cosmic laughter and just like whatever expression is fully coming out and and like that comes out because we feel safe to go there and that comes out when vulnerability is giving space to breathe and that is liberation baby that is like that's the orgasm that i want gosh i just loved what you just shared oh my goodness this is so juicy <laughs> we always get juicy don't we <laughs> yes i mean so often vulnerability is being perceived as being weak in our society i mean from what we just shared, you should be able to feel that vulnerability is exactly the opposite of being weak. Because we are going to places that are, you know, not for the fainted hearts. <laughs> ah, I'm so yeah. yeah. <sighs> and um, I want to touch on vulnerability and intimacy again so when we show up vulnerably especially in relationships but also with friends and family we form such an intimate connection because it's a real connection you know everything else when we wear a mask when we pretend to be someone that we're not or even if we pretend to be fine, right? I mean, who knows that? Pretending to be okay. <laughs> I've been a friend. Yeah, absolutely. So how many times do you see that in movies as well when the woman or the man says, yeah, everything's fine, right? Um, but you actually um, put up a wall and you don't allow the energy to flow between you two and you don't allow the connection to build actually because if you drop into the truth and be truthful to yourself at the same time you're truthful to this person right so when it comes to like expressing our truth and being vulnerable it's always up to us to give ourselves permission to be true to ourselves you know, we can either lie to ourselves or be true to ourselves. And I found in our society, it's so easy to lie to ourselves, right? And to just go, yeah, no, it's all good. And, you know, and we deal with, our, with, with this problem, with this issue in our mind. And we create a story in our mind instead of just surrendering and being vulnerable. And I think... There is so much misunderstanding in the field of what surrendering means. And still it is received as like weak, 
like surrendering into your emotions, into your present moment, whatever is present right now. And um, that's the pure vulnerability there. When we surrender to our feelings, especially to the uncomfortable feelings like sadness or anger, the ones that aren't really accepted by society. I mean, we're, we're going through a big change right now. So um, in communities like our communities, it's, it's definitely accepted. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, in other parts, um, and maybe in your family, it's not that accepted to express your healthy anger. Um, and then it's up to you to, to build a practice um, and to channel these emotions through your body yourself, you know, to, to do this as your daily ritual, um, to have a date night with yourself and, and go through those stored up emotions, you know. It can be really vulnerable too, you know, to really drop into the space and see what's there because as we both shared, we have been through some stuff the last couple of weeks, right? And we hopped on a call just before um, we scheduled this podcast episode and we noticed, wow, we are both in a similar space. We're both going through a dark night of the soul. And if we wouldn't have been that vulnerable with each other, then we would suffer alone, right? Totally. And like, to speak toward that, like, one, I want to share that. I still have so much resistance at times in being vulnerable with myself. You know, like, it's kind of that decision of like, okay, am I just going to go and lay in bed and scroll on social media? Am I going to spend my evening, like, watching Netflix or even just connecting with that friend in a way that feels like, you know, obligation or whatever, or am I going to really sit with what's there and give myself the space for emotions to come up? And that's really what like showing up in our own masculine energy looks like, because, you know, for example, like I had never known how to hold that space for myself. And I'm still very much so learning how to. But being in a relationship with a man who had a healthy expression of his divine masculine, like, he showed me what it looks like to hold that space for me to allow all the emotions to come up. He showed me what it looks like to love myself, no matter if I'm happy or sad or angry or whatever, and not need to be different. Like, I got to learn that through relationship, and I think that that is one of the aspects of this liberation piece and coming to know and love all parts of ourselves is like sometimes we have to we learn it through relationship and if we didn't learn it in our upbringing for whatever reason if we didn't feel like we had the space to allow those emotions to come up um you know we can learn it through other people um but i think that first and foremost like at the end of the day it's really about like giving ourselves that space to see what's actually there underneath whatever pains are there that we might be trying to cover up or distract ourselves from. And I think that that is a key sign, you know, whenever we notice ourselves distracting 
our energy, whether through social media, Netflixing, or just like staying social, staying busy, staying whatever, um, that's a key sign that there's something that is wanting our attention, you know? <laughs> I know absolutely what you're talking about. <laughs> I wanted to share about the beauty of like full transparency, you know, if we show our mood, like in our community, in our society, with the people around us, right? I used to be a very good act actress, I would say. <laughs> I used to pretend to always be happy. Um, and it's been hard to drop that mask and to ah, to stop playing a role, right? Um, but we have to understand that this role playing comes from a wounded child, you know? Um, at least that was my case. It came from a wounded child that um, lost her dad very early in life and I couldn't stand any grief or sadness in my field because I was worried that when my mom was sad that she would leave me as well, right? And she would take her life too. And so I was like, no, I have to really show up and, and be the happiness, the joy. I have to be the embodiment of joy, right? I have to always cheer others up. And this is something that we need to notice when we want to change and we want to be fully ourselves and embracing all the different emotions that we naturally have. And when we want to liberate ourselves from all of this, then we need to um, release layer by layer of this trained behavior, right? And so once one layer is removed, something else comes up, you know, and that's, yeah, I feel like I've been uh, now going through a phase because I have released a lot of this inner child stuff, um, lots of this old behavior, and at the same time, we're going through a collective dark night of the soul. I mean... <sighs> It's not only you and me that are going through this. I have had so many conversations with friends, with people from overseas. Uh, so many people are going through this right now um, because we are being shaken, you know. Um, everything's being shaken and it wants to come to the surface to heal and be released, you know. And whatever is in the in the corner right there and hiding or it has been hiding right it's like here it is <laughs> i gotta shake it out <laughs> so shaking yeah absolutely ladies and gentlemen who's listening to this um shake your body do movement every day oh my goodness it's it's true medicine like i do it every single day um, shaking can look very weird, <laughs> so <laughs> um, I invite you to get really weird um, and to don't give a shit what other people think. Exactly. I want to circle back to what you were just saying a minute ago because I think that is so big, just that 
this role that you had to take on as a child in a situation where like your survival depended on it you know I think that's a huge thing that one of my therapists helped me uncover is that it's kind of where people pleasing can come from is that moment like say that our main caregivers are depressed or their survival needs are at stake um then then they see us laugh and suddenly their world is so much brighter and so then we learn as babies that when we laugh then mom is going to be okay or dad is going to be okay and that's when we learn that when we laugh or when we're cute then we're going to be taken care of because if mom is okay then I will survive and so it's truly like the deepest most core level infantile survival mechanism and so if anybody's listening to this and they're just waking up to that pattern within themselves in this moment be so easy on yourself like this isn't this isn't something that you have to change in one moment this isn't something that is your fault and I love that quote so much. Like, it's not your fault, but it's your responsibility. So in those moments that we see something like that come up, being like, oh, I'm wearing a mask. Or like, why did I just say that thing when that's not actually how I feel? Did I just say that thing so that the other person likes me or resonates with me? Did I just tell them what they wanted to hear? Like, okay, I'm having awareness around that. Like, why did I go against my own truth? to appease the other person. And when we just like start with the awareness around it, then we can like learn how to be tender and nurturing towards ourselves and be like, okay, even if I just like said that I was fine in this moment when I'm not fine, let me just like come back to myself and, and be here and be real with myself. Even if we're not ready to like fully be real with the other, we can like use that awareness to drop in deeper and be like, huh, why did I just say that? Or like, why did I do that thing that I didn't want to do because the other person wanted me to do it? Did I feel like I was unlovable if I said no? You know, whether that's like somebody's asking us to hang out or, you know, I've, I've heard multiple times from multiple women that they've been in like a sexual setting and their partner like asks them something and maybe it's not even their partners just somebody random but they're like you know like okay like do you want to go there like do you want to have sex or something and like in their body their whole body is saying no but then they say yes or they go there or they don't say anything and I've been this has been my truth at different times in life as well and it's like what the fuck is that you know like whoa okay I just did this thing that like I didn't actually want to do but I said yes and it's like Okay, how do, how do we how do we learn that discernment is actually loving ourselves? And the more that we love ourselves, it doesn't matter if the other person shows up in acceptance of who we are. You covered that so beautifully. Mm -hmm. um, I had so many stories coming up while you were sharing that. Um, just to share one little story of mine about this is... Uh, 
Yeah, like I I used to be a massive people pleaser, right? So there was a relationship in my life. I lived together with this person, mm. and um, yeah, I I people pleased him so much that I actually didn't even know what my favorite food was. I didn't know my favorite color. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't. I had no idea who I was or what I liked or what I wanted for pleasure. I studied him so hard so I could please the shit out of him. <laughs> I forgot who I was, right? Or I didn't really know because I never spent time with myself. I never really like um, looked within and seen what was there, uh, any longings, any desires, right? I, I was completely focused on this man and it's dangerous you know but unfortunately we get sort of trained in our society that way Mm -hmm. um and again like we don't only get trained to fit in a box through our school system um but in our childhood uh, we take on the belief systems of our community of our parents right and However, the relationship was with your parents, you can have a look at it and you can go, well, okay, maybe I took on some of the patterns or maybe all of them (laughs) and become the observer of yourself. It really, yeah, as you mentioned, it starts with awareness, which means observe what you do, observe where you have come from, you know, and then you will see a pattern uh, I can tell you because I, I definitely um, took on the pattern of my parents, my mother, and um, I didn't want to have it my reality. I denied it for a very long time because I hated her pattern. I'm like, no, I'm not doing this shit. I'm not, nah, it's not what I do. I do it completely differently, right? But then here we, here we go. Um, I had several relationships where I've done exactly the same thing my mom did and then I had to wake up to this truth and that's vulnerable that's vulnerable to to tell yourself the truth to go yes okay I've done that I repeated that that's freaking vulnerable and the thing here it's liberating yourself finally it's exactly it that's exactly it you're breaking free that's Yeah, that's how you break free from this pattern. It first starts with being true to yourself. Uh, No, first being aware of it. (laughs) Then you need to be true to yourself and go, okay, yep, I might have took that on. (laughs) And then you go, I want to change it. How can I change it? And then you go on the journey and you, you will find ways. Trust me. Totally. The universe will align to support you in this liberation, always. Um, yeah. There's something that you said that I wanted to touch on that was like, you know, part of it is that we're, we're, we're kind of taught to play these roles. And when we wake up to these patterns, I think one aspect of our lives to look at it in is like, our work for anybody who's at a job that they took because it's a job 
and that's what they thought they were supposed to do. Just observe, you know, and being like, why am I here? And just allowing that inquiry to take us wherever it goes. And it, it doesn't mean that anything needs to change. It doesn't mean that we need to quit all, quit our jobs and do whatever. But it's worth the inquiry because in that space, you know, like you were saying, what do I even like? What do I even desire? What what do I even enjoy? What is my favorite food? It's like I am I have a lot of friends, I think mostly people that I grew up with who, you know, are working jobs and and they're sort of like, Yeah, you know, it's a good job. Like they have decent benefits and you get two weeks vacation and but I kind of fucking hate it and like I'm kind of miserable every day. But you know, compared to the other companies, this one is a little bit better. And it's like from that perspective, I invite us to pause there and be like, okay, whose journey am I fulfilling here? Like, why am I doing this? And in that space, because when we when we allow ourselves the space to actually question, like, what would I do if I could do anything kind of a thing, that's a really vulnerable place to be. Also, one, because it's uncertainty and we don't know if we'll make it, whatever making it means to us. It's like, uh, am I going to be rejected if I put myself out there and like, say that I'm a coach or, you know, or saying that like, for me also as well, like, oh, I'm a photographer, let me do this. This is like a thing that I do. You know, any of these things that we're sort of like going out on a limb and trying something new, that's vulnerability. You know, it could be like sharing your art with the world, sharing your voice with the world, all of these things that, you know, playing it safe. It might actually be that you want to stay in that job that because it's providing security and that might be actually what you need the most right now or something like that but also looking at our relationship to security and our relationship to vulnerability and trusting that life on the other side of that jump can be so much more expansive that liberation piece can be so free so us showing up on this podcast together and feeling liberated because it's like, you know what? Even if nobody listens, I still love myself. Even if nobody, like, even if people, like, do the internet shaming or whatever, like, all right, you know what? That might hurt, but because we've been vulnerable here, but at the end of the day, like, I still got my back kind of thing. That and I love you and I enjoyed this conversation so much. So Me too. yeah. Me too. Definitely. And all that we share with the world as coaches, it's always just an invitation. And you know, if the other person on the other end is taking it or not, is not determining our worth. Absolutely. And if we are sharing from that perspective of like, I'm sharing this because I want somebody else to validate my perspective, then we're coming from the ego as well. And so, wow, what a humble journey it is embarking on coaching because it is like my cup's got to be full. 
Like, that's gotta be full. Like, I have to show up whole. There's no part of me that can be seeking validation from the outside because I'm gonna look at it and see it and then shift that, you know? So, yeah, totally a vulnerable adventure that we're embarking. <laughs> but it's beautiful and it, it feels a little bit like there's no other way, you know? Just like, these are the messages that that humanity deserves to have the opportunity to access, I think. And so, you know, if it is somebody's truth and if they're meant to hear this, then they're here. Um, but yeah, this is, this is, I think what that shaking up is, is that journey of liberating ourselves. And yeah, it's vulnerable and uncomfortable. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you know, to to wrap this conversation up, I want to I want to say that this whole shaking up that's happening right now, the going through the dark night of the soul as a collective, it's bringing up parts of us that have always been there, but you might have not seen that for a very long time, and you might have forgot that's actually part of you or you know you have shamed yourself for that so you have developed a mechanism of putting it into a drawer or sweeping it under the carpet right for years and years and now it's like coming up and you go oh i totally forgot about this one you know i've done all the other stuff that i chose to do but i didn't thought that, that this was still there, right? <laughs> Got a couple things coming to mind for me. <laughs> mm, yeah, same. So to wrap this up again, I, I really want to like tell you that the most vulnerable thing to do to be is being yourself, really. <laughs> like, and that's the thing, like most of the times we don't know who this is, you know? As I said, like, now is a time where a lot of stuff comes up that you have forgotten that that's part of you, you know? And so it's always about being humble and surrendering into the present moment and seeing, okay, like, what can I embrace today? What's part of me? Um, and that can be different tomorrow because tomorrow another layer might come up and then... I have to invent myself again because it's a journey, you know, and we always change. We, we are like nature. We're always changing. We're going through cycles. Oh, we're expanding, you know, uh, we're gaining wisdom, hopefully from our failures. (laughs) And then um, we create this human being that we are right. And, and, we embrace it again and again in a new way and then sharing where we are at right now with other people is the liberation piece yes it is vulnerable but it's liberating yourself because that means walking your talk that means um being true to yourself and again we touched on that in this conversation that when you lie to yourself you can't be fully met where you are I mean, I had so many times where I said I'm okay and um, then I, I actually was brave enough to say, well, I'm actually not feeling that great 
And then I could be mad and it was such a joy and such a relief to just be held by this person in front of me. Or sometimes it was even with myself where I'm like, you know what, Bianca, this is actually not what you want to do anymore. So I finally had the courage to say it out loud, to be true to myself. And then I could make a decision to move on and do something else. I think that's exactly it. And so when we're true to ourselves, that is the liberation piece because then we're in control of changing it or embracing it. And then when we're embracing it, it's like, it just is, it's just part of ourselves. We don't question the other parts of ourselves that we've already embraced because it's just, it's just there. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like reclaiming parts of ourselves that have been lost and, and learning to love it. And it's the yin and yang, maybe. It's the light and the dark and the shadows. And I think that in this journey, it's so important to remember that like, None of it's good and none of it's bad and we just are. And we're all of it. And if we see something in another person that we admire, it's because we've got that too. If we see something in another person that triggers us and like bothers us, then like we got that too. <laughs> you know? So it's it's not just even a matter of like accepting our own shit. It's a matter of like noticing when we judge others for theirs because that's really where we're judging ourselves for that similar thing. And so, you know, if, if somebody shares their vulnerable story of something and then we notice ourselves like shaming them, it's a moment to step back into that awareness and question, am I shaming myself for that same thing or the opposite of it? Am I judging myself for that same thing or the opposite of it? yeah and for what you just shared there's a beautiful saying of uh, you are the light that you see in others so that perfectly describes it you know what you see in others is in you um, the potential that you see in others that you have in yourself right mm-hmm. um, yes and also the triggers you know if you get triggered by, by a person and you get jealous for example um then that's something that lives inside of you and invites you to be looked at, right? (laughs) And most oftentimes, just to be loved and forgiven. You know, I think Mm -hmm. our response to those kinds of things that come up is like, oh, that's a part of me? Like, that's nasty. But it's like, like you said earlier, it's like, for the most part, it's probably a wounded little child who, like, on the playground got rejected, you know, whatever the story is that's there, just wants to be heard and held. That's almost always it. Uh Absolutely. That was such a beautiful, vulnerable conversation with you, Bailey. Gosh, I'm so grateful for you, Bianca, for showing up for your mission and inviting me in on that journey with you. It's so powerful. It really is. And you really show up. So I just want to share that and thank you. Thank you for inviting us to go deeper. You know, you invite me to go deeper into my vulnerability and also my purpose. And so I'm deeply grateful. Yes. And well, thank you. And thank you to all our listeners and for spreading the wisdom, for sharing this podcast episode with your loved ones. If they 
struggle to you know connect with their vulnerable parts and sharing themselves fully because it is very um, edgy and yeah when when we um, do that for in front of others it is easier for others to show up this way as well and so walking our talk and really um, showing up in that way it really does give permission to others I mean it's just that way.